गुरुर् ब्रह्मा गुरुर्विष्णु गुरुर्देव महेश्वर गुरु साक्षात पराब्रह्मा तस्मय श्री गुरवे नमः आई बाव टू माय गुरु आई बाव टू गॉड ऑफ होम ही वाज अ मैनिफेस्टेशन दैट सेम गॉड इज इन ऑल ऑफ यू एंड आई प्रे दैट थ्रू दीस टॉक्स you feel some inspiration to seek him more deeply this is what my guru really came to give us and he made us love god and long for god as god seems so distant to most people even if they seek him in my guru's presence it was as if he was so close you could touch him he made him real for us and this is what i hope to be able to do a little bit through my talks here Today I want to read from the book Conversations with Yogananda. I would like to read a rather longer saying of those a conversation of those that I wrote down while I lived with him and he told me to write these. The master was truly an embodiment of compassion. No matter how much anyone wronged him, he remained ever his spiritual friend. and no matter how far a disciple strayed from the path he sought always to bring that person back to god in the west the word disciple suggests discipline but in india the word is often used as chela suggesting a beloved son or daughter there was one disciple to whom the master gave a very serious warning if you leave this life here it will take you 200 more incarnations to return to it the disciple to his own great misfortune did leave later he returned for a visit the master said of him afterwards he sobbed before me why did i ever leave the moods i had here were as nothing compared to what i have experienced since i left on another occasion the master said some people who leave here criticize us reporting that we do not live the spiritual life that's because they themselves didn't live it they spread evil gossip about us well so long as they hold that attitude i can't help them but if they leave and afterward come running to me for help i do everything i can for them it isn't that i condone their delusion i am however as the saying goes in this for the long haul Norman after leaving came to me crying why did i ever leave this place i said to him wasn't it a paradise you bet it was he replied and wept so long that i wept with him if only he had listened before getting burned of another disciple who had left years before before i came to mount washington and had then turned against his guru the guru wrote in a letter about him it will take him another three lifetimes now to be liberated and you wonder how could it take so little time when somebody betrayed him like that well he was close enough it's a question of not i'll get even with you if you betray the guru he doesn't have no desire to hurt you this man had high spiritual karma he just fell into that delusion and so it goes the master comes back again and again carol neely an editor student of his was present during a discussion in the living room at the master's desert retreat she asked about sadhu haridas about whom the master had spoken 
This well-known 18th century saint, though he had spiritual powers, had fallen, fallen from the path and had gone to live with a woman. He'd returned to his disciples later. The master had just finished telling us that Haridas attained final freedom at the end of his life. Mrs. Neely asked him, isn't the punishment for a spiritual fall much greater if one is highly advanced? The master shook his head. Mm -mm, no, God is no tyrant. Once one recognizes his mistake and realizes deeply that God was all he ever wanted, he will be taken back. One who has been accustomed to drinking nectar and then eats stale cheese soon grows dissatisfied with that and throws the cheese away, crying for nectar again. If he longs with all sincerity for God's love alone, the Lord won't reject him. Sadhu Haridas, at the end of his life, said, I have committed many wrongs, but now my beloved is calling me. I am going home. What a blessing, I thought, that however far a soul strays from God, the Lord will always love him and will never turn his back on him if he cries for him sincerely, no matter what he has done. As the Master said, pray to God in this way. Divine Mother, naughty or good, I am thy child. Thou must accept me. Some disciples like that other one actually turned against the Master, of such fallen ones, the master said, if my child falls from a rooftop I, and I rush to pick him up, and will do, uh, if, a, if my child falls from a rooftop, I rush to pick him up and will do everything I can to help him. But if, as I draw near, he starts shooting at me, what can I do? I must put my hand in my pocket and leave him to his own devices. I respect his free will. If he would allow me to help him, however, I would at once forget that he ever disobeyed me or turned against me. The master was a spiritual doctor. His one aim was to heal suffering. Once, after he'd scolded a disciple, the young man asked, But you will forgive me, won't you? The master's reply, accompanied by an astonished look, was, What else can I do? You see, the masters know that we have a long time to get out of this delusion. We're bound to commit mistakes. Don't ever think, and this is the great fault that people, the great mistake that people make. When they err, they sort of hope, well, I hope God didn't see that. But he sees everything. He sees your most subtle thoughts, flicker of thought. He is you. And the thing is then that if you can let him just into your mind, open your deepest heart, you can even say, God, I don't love you, but I want to love you. God, I, I'm upset with you, but still I know that um, I shouldn't be. But don't try to hide what you do. Don't make a mistake and say, well, I hope he didn't notice that one, because, well, he's everything. He is a part of, he created this whole show. It's all his dream. But the more you can say that, okay, I made a mistake, you know, like you fall down, you brush your hands off and get up and keep walking. So should it be with our own lives. We should never feel, uh, never feel, and this is, this is one of the delusions of the mind, 
that I've made a mistake. Oh, I'm evil. I'm a, I've heard Hindi people speaking, my papi, that's nonsense. Don't identify yourself with your sin. Master said that to call yourself a sinner is the greatest sin. He attended the service of an evangelist in Los Angeles called Amy Simple McPherson, who was a, a very famous evangelist. And during her sermon, she shouted out, you're all sinners, get down on your knees. Master said afterwards, I was the only person standing there because I would not admit that I'm a sinner. He said, whatever you do, give it to God. Don't say I did it because it was the delusion in you that did it. You actually can't do anything. When you do good, it's God in you that does it. When you do bad, it's delusion that does it. You don't do anything. Except you have to have this delusion of, I have to do it. There has to be, as my guru used to put it, I will reason, I will will, I will act. But guide thou my reason, will, and activity to the right path of everything. If you can love God and understand that it is God loving God through you. Listen, he doesn't take it as a compliment. Some people can become proud of their devotion. What a delusion. How can God love you? Uh, how can God love you when you love yourself? That's what my guru said to someone who was becoming proud of his delusion. Don't be proud of anything. You've nothing to be proud about. You don't even exist except as a delusion. You're the infinite. Ever-conscious, super-conscious, infinite self manifesting in this little form. But you know, when you give to somebody else, why do you feel happy? Because in a sense, you're releasing your hold on this and are feeling happy through that person. When you can serve many people, you feel happy through all of them and you become happier. The more you give, the happier you are. The more you take, the less happy you are. I had a very interesting a little job that I did one time, you know, I've taken a lot of photographs and I've, we have some of them on sale with sayings on them in our, we have a store in our mall here in Gurgaon and I hope to get these photographs also as posters and cards around the country. But uh, the, the uh, photographs are, what was I trying to say here? I mean, I've forgotten now. Can somebody help me? I've got several people here. Anybody got anything in mind? Well, I'm sorry. I've uh, goofed for once here. I don't remember what I was going to say. But the thing is that we must realize that he is acting through us. And yes, now I do remember. I was going to talk about a slideshow that I put together. And it was, uh, it's called Different Worlds. And it's photographs that I've taken of people in many countries all over the world. And I used to use a telephoto lens so I could come in very close on people without their knowing I was taking their photograph so that I could catch them in their own actual uh, attitudes rather than um, posing for a photograph. But it's so interesting to see that people in all age brackets, people in all countries, People dressed in many different ways, obviously having many different customs. And yet, what they were inside, you could see. If they were selfish, it was stamped on their faces. If they were generous, you could see that peace and harmony. And it's a lesson repeated again and again 
to the point where you see there is a lesson in it. It is a truth. Whatever you age, whoever you are, if you learn to give to other people without thinking, oh, I've got to do it because the scriptures say so or society says so, no, because you really feel to you, because you can feel happy when they're happy, you're expanding yourself. You're expressing and experiencing yourself in that person. The more you can do that, the more you come to understand that this little ego is just like an example that my guru had was uh, jets of flame on a stove. Each little ja gas jet looks separate. All of them are manifestations of the same gas underneath. Or he gave another illustration of pots of water under the moonlight. Each the moon reflected in every pot of water looks exactly, it looks unique. Yet it's the same moon. And so that infinite one shines through each of us and differently because our stained glass window, we filter it differently. And so <coughs> it's really quite amazing. You look at a city street full of people or look at a restaurant full of people or a train station or something. You just think what God could do with one nose, two eyes and a, a mouth. Everybody's different. Because it's the attitude of mind. Whatever attitude you have will show in your face and people can hide it. Some people are very skillful at hiding it, but somehow they show themselves. Try to reveal through your face, reveal through your eyes. Don't just smile like, don't smile with your mouth only, smile with your eyes, smile with feeling. Wherever you go, look at the complete stranger in the street and think, he's my friend because he's my own self. You'll find that, first of all, people will love you because they respond to your love for them. But you're really loving yourself in all of them. You're loving that infinite divine self. Remember, the more you can do that, the happier you are. I've, in this world, I've lived an unusual life, I suppose, uh, I know many people say that, but outwardly speaking, you have to say it's unusual because I was not born even in my own country. I was born in Romania. My parents were American. I had to live with, uh, uh, with foreigners as well as a few people of my own country. But at the age of nine, I grew up speaking Romanian, German, and, and English. At the age of nine, <coughs> I became very ill, and my parents were advised to send me away to school in Switzerland. Well, I didn't know French, and here I was nine years old, not only in another country for my own parents, but having to learn a whole new language. And so I remember when I first came to London, I was three at the time, and I remember how astounded I was to find everybody speaking English. I thought, well, people in the streets always speak Romanian. But you know what's happened with that? Even when I came back, we moved uh, to, the, to my country just before the Second World War broke out. And I found that I really wasn't American. I couldn't, in, couldn't tune into that consciousness. So I've really been, in a sense, all my life a stranger. I felt that way. And yet, because of that, because it's so sweeping and cosmic a state of consciousness that I've always, wherever I am, I feel like I don't belong. It's helped me to understand that, well, but I belong in one place anyway.
in myself. I carry my temple around with me wherever I am. I carry myself around with me wherever I am. And it isn't any place that's going to make me happier. But when I'm happy, no matter where I am, I'm still happy. And if I'm not happy, then no matter where I am, I'm still not happy. And I remember traveling to Mexico and coming back and realizing that travel doesn't do it. People are people everywhere. They wake up with the same stomach aches, moods, headaches. What you're looking for is inside yourself. Why not make that thing a happy thing? The more you learn that you are really in God, that you're wandering in this world in Him, the more you will find true happiness. Joy to you. I've passed my life as a stranger, Lord, roamed far in foreign lands, far, Lord, far, too far. Only he who knows he's far from home, only he, Lord, understands. Only he who knows he's far from home feels the earth and understands. Sometimes a stranger did take me in, then love I thought was near. Love, Lord, where is love? As the winds upon the desert sand whisper hope, then disappear. As soft winds breathe on the desert sand, so love sighs, then disappears. Sometimes a child laughed, and I did pause, and dreamed of joys at home. Joy is, Lord, only a dream. For what joy is there without your smile, empty like the ocean foam? For what joy is there without your smile? You're the sea. All else is foam. How long must I be a wanderer, Lord? You know where I belong. You know, Lord, yes, you know. Home is where my Lord, sweet presence is. I've grown tired of strangers' songs. Home is where my Lord's sweet presence is. Bless me that I hear your song.